Hey, do you want to be the antidote to all the doom and gloom? Join me as I come from my slice of life to help bring more joy into yours. This is the My Slice of Life podcast. Hey, hey, welcome to the My Slice of Life podcast with me, Sharon, your Highland host. Glad you could make it this week. This season, we are putting the joy back into being prepared. And this week, I am asking you, are you prepared for mealtimes? Is it something you put a lot of thought into? Or do you just grab the nearest thing and start munching like a rabid little monkey? Before we delve in, a couple of things I wanted to plug that I keep forgetting to do. If you have a look in the show notes, you will see there is a link to the blog and the YouTube channel. There's also a little link to Patreon and the Buy Me A Coffee site. I'm currently working on a document that goes along with this season. It's got a lot of information in it. So if you do want to buy me a coffee or become a patron of the show, you will get a copy of this PDF. And there's a lot of information in it, but you'll get a copy of this sent to you when I'm finished. I'm not finished yet, but even if you want to buy me a coffee now, I will keep it for you. Honestly, I'll send it to you. So let's have a look. Meal times. There's a few things to consider. And I think we will start at looking at our skill levels. What is your skill level? Now here, see if you're a chef, crack on, fair play to you, if you know exactly what you're doing. If you're more like me, you will find things like YouTube very, very, very helpful. I've learned a lot on YouTube, I have to admit. And free videos. I hate, I hate these videos where they show you just a little bit. Then you've got to pay to go on their course. I don't like that. Kitchen shouldn't be a mystery, you know, it should be a place that we look forward to go to. So YouTube for finding out how to do things. There's loads of websites with recipes and ideas if you're stuck. There's no excuse really these days, is there? So, come on, we can go, even go to your library. They've got books. They've got books, believe it or not, but they've got good cookbooks. So get along and have a look. If you really don't know where to start, start at the beginning. Get the basics down, because once you can do them... You're on your way. There's nothing stopping you. The next thing I think we need to consider, and I say this we because I'm talking to myself here as well, is budget. How much can you afford to spend on your food? So once you've worked out what's coming in, you've worked out your bills, what you're spending, what you've got left, how much of that you're going to allocate to food. Once you know that, you're well on your way. We need to know how much we're actually going to spend. Again, that'll depend on whether it's just you or if you've got a family who likes what. Food is not getting any cheaper, so we really need to stick to a budget. But before you go shopping, before you even think about that, check what you already have. And I am as guilty as anybody for this. You go and buy stuff and you come home and you think, oh, I've already got two of them. So check in your cupboards, check your fridge, check your freezer. If you can get through the ice block, I know our freezer's starting to look like something out of a doomsday film, but Check what's there and use up the fresh stuff first. Don't waste it. I know we're always told how much food we throw out, but especially now with the prices of things, we just cannot afford to be throwing food out. Now, if you're really stuck, you can do... Actually, I've just done this tonight. It's what I call end-of-the-week soup. So you get all the crappy-looking veg out the drawer, out the fridge. You know, that veg drawer in the fridge. Get all the crap out of there. I know. Some of it, see if it looks totally disgusting. Obviously, we don't want that. You can make that into compost. But I'm talking half an onion, bit of broccoli, a few dodgy looking carrots, that kind of thing. 
cook up some butter, chuck them in, potatoes always do well, bit of stock, cook it down, add herbs. That's a big thing because herbs will disguise the taste of pretty much anything. Cook it for 20 minutes and then blitz it. You know with a wee hand blender or in your food processor, whatever you have, but blitz it so you disguise it. Nobody will know what was in it. Trust me, end of the week soup, it is a, it's a bonus. It's a good wee trick to have up your sleeve for using stuff up. They think you've spent ages on the meal and you don't have to throw stuff out. It's brilliant. It's a win-win. You can make a very impressive soup that way. And you never know what you're going to get. Every batch is different. That's what I like about it. So here's something that I do that you might find useful as well. You keep a little bit of paper taped onto a cupboard door. Now, if having paper stuck on a cupboard door isn't your thing, I get that. Tape it on the inside. I'm personally not that fussy. So, but put it somewhere so you know it's there and you're not going to forget about it. But when you run out of something, just make a note of it on that bit of paper. So when you go shopping, you've got your list ready made. It's right there, it's ready for you. So there's nothing worse than you're going out, you're going to go shopping and you start thinking, what is it I need again? And you, you, if you're like me, your brain just goes blank and you can't remember. You do this, shopping list is ready made for you. It's much, much easier. Another thing to help with a shopping list is to meal plan. Now this ties in with checking what you already have, uh, looking through those cookbooks, but don't underestimate how useful this can be because then nothing's going to go to waste. If you know you've got some chicken or maybe there's a bit of mince or whatever it is, meal plan. What are you going to make to use it up? What veg do you need to use up? What can you do with it? Maybe you're going to have people coming over one night, so you're going to use up more of your stuff. Maybe Wednesday night's going to be busy. So Tuesday, make make a batch of something. So on Wednesday night, you just have to heat it up. So make a meal plan. Now, let's be honest. When it comes to this sort of thing... Is there anybody listening to this right now who doesn't have at least one cookbook on a shelf gathering dust? Because I know I do. I've got quite a few. I love them. I can't, I'm addicted to buying secondhand cookbooks. Suddenly you're in the shop and I think, oh, I want to do Mexican cuisine and oh, I want to do farmhouse cooking next week. I just, I keep collecting them. I like looking through them for inspiration and I'm trying to get better at using them. Did you know, I've heard the statistic that any cookbook that we buy, we maybe make three recipes out of the whole book. Isn't that a shame? Only three. So get, if you've got cookbooks, and I'm sure you do, I'm sure you do, we all do, get the books out, start looking through them. And if you don't have any, I'm suspicious if you say you don't, but go online, get to your library. If you are like me and you shop in Tesco, Yes, that big store that, you know, it's got good and bad points. But they do have a free magazine with a lot of recipes in it. And their website is very good for recipes as well. So you have no excuse. <laughs> see, see what I did there? Took away all your excuses. You have no excuse. Get looking through, start picking recipes that are going to match what you, ingredients that you have. And if there's something totally new, write down the ingredients that you need to get for it. But make a note of what recipe it is that they're for. Because you don't want to be like me, where I got the stuff, came back, couldn't remember what it was for. So make a note of that as well. Now here's where I'm going to become very corny. If you are someone who likes... What do you mean I'm always corny? Cheek. If you're someone who likes takeaways, we know they're expensive. I I can't even remember the last time I got a takeaway, but I like them. So we're going to learn how to make fakeaways. 
See? Yeah, I told you it was corny. But apparently that's that's what they call them. So if you've got a favourite takeaway, learn how to make it yourself. They call it a fakeaway. It's a stupid term, but that's... You can call it whatever you like. But you're going to save yourself so much money by making it yourself. The ingredients are going to be better. Because let's face it, when you buy it, we're not entirely sure what they're adding, are they? And when you make it yourself, you can make a huge batch of it and save yourself a lot of time another night. It's perfect. Which does bring me on to batch cooking. Whenever you can, if you're making something, make at least double. Because think about it, if you've got the ingredients there and you're putting the time and effort into making one batch, it doesn't take much more, you know, to make make enough meals for two or three. So whenever you can, cook a whole batch of this stuff and freeze it, whatever you're making. So it, trust me, it saves you so much money and time later on. I do have quite a lot of maybe single meals of this in the freezer or I've got sauces. Enough for two is scribbled on the top. You know, just add pasta so I know what I need to add once I've defrosted it. Have a think as well. What is your shopping style? That can be quite helpful. What do you prefer? Just like once a week, you go out, you do your big shop, get it all done out the way. Are you like me? I like to do a few trips during the week. Do you shop online only? Which is great for keeping track of your budget. But remember, end of the day is when the shops will bring the prices down, which is why I go a few times a week. I'm not tight, but our budget is. So I like to go and see. I mean, I, we got, uh, I was up there start of the week and I got, it was a pack of tuna fillets, which, you know what? I've never cooked tuna fillets before. I always use the tin. And they wanted £9 for that originally. I got it for one ninety nine, so that's what we had for dinner. Things like that, you you're not going to get these kind of bargains if you're shopping online all the time, but it's your call, whatever suits you and your lifestyle. Remember as well to check the prices per gram or per pound, and sometimes there is a bit of a variation. You have to watch it's how they word it and how they price it, so don't get caught out with that. And don't feel that you've always got to stick with the brand names. The cheaper labels can be just as good. And if you find maybe you're using a sauce, you haven't got round to making your own, so you want to buy a jar of sauce and it's a bit thinner than you'd like, Use that little corn flour trick. I've told you about it in a previous episode. If you haven't heard it, you'll have to go and find it. But you can, that, you can thicken them up. Again, add herbs, thicken up sauces. Don't stick with labels. They are more expensive. And you're, we all, you're paying for the name. Let's face it, all we are doing is paying for a name. And I don't need to do that, and neither do you. So when you've done all of that, you know what your skill level is. or Maybe you've brushed up your skills already. You've looked at your budget. You have your list, you've been shopping, you've done your menu planning, you've made your fantastic meal. This next bit is something I don't think a lot of people talk about when they talk about meals and preparing and budgeting and cooking, but they don't often ask, at least I've not heard it, where are you going to eat it? Are you just going to put it on your knee and sit and eat it in front of the TV? Because I'm going to say, please don't do that. You've put all this effort into this meal. Don't don't waste it like that. And it is a waste because when you do that, you're not concentrating on the food. I've mentioned a few times about the table we have in the living room at the other end, which has always cluttered the homeschool come dining table. And it's always got things on it, but we will clear it for dinner. So if you have a table, clear it for dinner. If you have a dining room or you have somewhere, you know, that's always clear, good on you. I wish we did, but we don't. But have a nice space cleared and don't skimp on this part. If it, especially if you're just yourself. I used to live on my own and I must admit, 
it was something that I took quite seriously. It's like, I've made this meal. It's important. I don't think it doesn't count just because you're eating by yourself. It counts. Light a candle. Use real napkins. Whatever it is that's going to make it feel special and important. Because it is special. You've made it. You've put a lot of effort into this. Take the time to really enjoy it. Enjoy the sight of your food, the smell, the textures. Marvel at your skill in the kitchen. I think it's really important. I don't think people take enough time over their meals. It's something I've become more aware of. Um, I will explain more about that in another episode, but for now I think it's enough just to say, take your time, enjoy your food. And once all that is done, we come to the tidying up. Now, if you own a dishwasher, good on you, but use it. Don't leave things. I've I'm saying that I've never owned one. I don't even know how to work one. If you gave me one, I wouldn't know what to do with it. We're a hands-on dishwashing family here. But either way, just don't leave it sitting around. Get to it. Get it done. Get them washed. Get them dried. Get them away so you don't have to come down the next day and face all these dishes and think, oh, because that's that's off-putting for anybody. And so there we have it. We do all these things and we are going to be well prepared for mealtimes. I hope you've managed to pick up a couple of things this week here. It's going to be a bit helpful to you. So don't forget to check out the show notes below. Uh, Hop along to the blog. Have a wee read there. There's a lot more things going on over there. Come along and buy me a coffee. I'll put your name in so you can get a copy of the PDF that I'm working on that goes along with this season. Feel free to like, follow, whatever it is you have to do for this podcast, depending on where you're listening to it. Leave me a little comment. That would be lovely. And then you know how to find me next week because next week is a good one. I'm coming back next week to help you get prepared for something else. You don't want to miss it. But until then, you take care of yourself.